0: This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Can you believe summer is almost over? Did summer ever even start? This dumb pandemic ruined all my plans. Rob and I were gonna go on a romantic kayaking retreat in Vermont. Instead, I just went to his apartment and sat on his belly while he laid in his bathtub. It just wasn't the same.
1: The Metal Injection Livecast starts
2: now. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. We're so excited that we had to play the intro twice. I keep forgetting that when I start the YouTube stream, it automatically plays, creating a weird loop. But we're here, we're learning. It's only been four months since we've been doing these quarantine episodes, or five months, I don't know. It's Rob, here with Sid, Noah. Hey. Darren, and our very special guest, Mike Shalabalam. <laughs> Seriously? My Mike God. Shabalam. Did I get it? Did I get it? Close enough. What, what is what How is Shla- it? How it Mike Schleibomb. I knew it. I knew it.
1: I'm just under I I'm still freaked out by the. Uh, oh, it's nurse. cool. We're all friends here.
3: We're no live.
1: Worries. We're live Mike on YouTube. Mike.
2: Thank you, Mike, for joining us. You can join us if you are listening live. We're live every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Eastern. Our number is 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. Mike, you are, I'm assuming, in the greater D.C.
1: area. How, how, how are you holding up these last few months? Well, uh, welcome. Uh, I am in Washington, D.C., the belly of the beast, and... I'm grateful to be healthy and my family's healthy. And I have this lovely studio, so I'm very happy and content, although at the same time miserable. So I just would like to first say, I preface whenever I'm doing these interviews, when people say, how are you doing? I mean, I really don't have a perspective on some things that people are facing right now that are really hard, because I am lucky enough to be isolated in my little castle here in in, right outside of D.C. So I'm very appreciative for my space, but at the same time, I lament the rock and roll summer being different. So I'm caught in the middle. So I just have to go with that PMA and just say, uh, I'm doing great, man, you know? I think we need uh, to
4: ask a different question.
1: Well, no, does. that's fine. I mean, you know, because uh, I've been doing a lot, but yeah, in general, I, I have actually been busy. You know, yeah, I've, like- been back, just like you guys have adapted here, I've adapted. You know, I, do. So. Exactly. Yeah.
3: I feel yeah. like I have to sometimes catch myself too. Like I, I start to complain about something that's like quarantine related. And then I see something on the news, like people are being kicked out of their homes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I complaining about? Like, shut up, you know?
1: Just trying to keep that perspective here on the yeah. old podcast.
2: I was- mm-hmm. And I, and I want to mention, you know, you, you have been keeping busy. You have a new release, a new-ish band called Be Well. That's Some right. Some of your old bandmates, and, and yep. yeah, I'm really digging the sounds here. This EP, you could see it in Noah's background. The-
1: oh yeah, I know. I'm that's an album cover. It's coming out August 21st, this Friday when this is being filmed. And yes, uh, it's a new band, but with really old friends, and uh, everybody in the story of Be Well really ties into the story of Darkest Hour, which is my main band that I've been doing for 25 years and am still doing and is still also super busy. So um, the pandemic got in the way of my 2020 because I was supposed to be crushing it. Be Well had this record release. We put out uh, singles. Um, They've been out for a while. Like We did a seven inch, I had a record release show. We were like playing shows. It was a real band and then uh, things changed but the album's still coming out but we have been working on this thing for Probably about five years, and uh, it does. Like I said, it includes a cast of old friends and characters, which you know I could talk about forever, but I don't want to, you know, spoil surprise or anything. But uh, yeah, that's be well, you know. Yeah, it's I I really dig the music. It has
2: kind of uh, in a way, like it kind of brings me back to like the aughts, like the sounds of the early aughts. Uh, okay. Uh, kind of
1: like the, the thricey uh, well, kind of sound. Well, a lot of that has to do with the fact that the producer, uh, Brian McTernan, who is the lead singer of the band and also has produced three Darkest Hour records, also produced, uh, I think, at least two thrice records. I mean, I don't know Brian's Wikipedia. He's done so many records <laughs> you can't even get them, but I know he did Artists in the Ambulance for sure, and that's one people love. And, uh, I have done a bunch of tours with Thrice too. They're, you know, good friends. Obviously, maybe a musical influence once you soak all that in. But uh, Brian has worked on so many records like that. You know, I think you start to hear a blend of all of it when you start listening to the band, you know. Maybe you hear a little Senses Fail. Maybe you hear a little Hot Water Music. Maybe you hear a little Bane. I mean, maybe you hear a little Darkest Hour. Maybe that's me. I don't know. It's just kind of all over there. But since Brian's the main kind of lightning bolt that will start a be well song which is nice because i don't have to be that we can have a really unique partnership where it makes this band that i think gives it that would you say aught aughts? early aughts (laughs) early aughts aughts. sound and uh (laughs) i just think to me uh it's it's brought you know it's brian amplified by all of us but in a way once that happens we all join together and that's maybe every band you know what i mean uh so uh you 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 know, you hear that a lot in the sound.
4: I'm glad that you brought that up because Brian mentioned that you were the one who kind of like encouraged him to go forward with Be Well. And I was wondering like, what was the impetus for that?
1: Yo, can I just take all 100% of the credit right now since it's just yes. us and whoever's watching on YouTube? Um, well, when you, I think people have to try to understand that when someone produces a record for your band, they, you know, they truly produce it. They bleed into that record. You you watch them skip meals, skip time with their family, you know, put in a lot of hard work, you know, sometimes harder work than band members will, you know, and you come to love them. And Darkest Hour has been truly blessed to work with, uh, you know, speaking of Darkest Hour, I've been blessed to work with Devin Townsend, Brian McTurnan, Peter Witchers, Taylor Larson, uh, Kurt Ballou, um, you know, and Brian McTernan. And the times that Brian has worked on those records, he poured everything into those records and I became not only a fan, but like a lifelong friend. And also uh, I started sort of studio ratting around Salad Days' the studio. I would like learn how to use Pro Tools there. I would ghost produce records there. I would sweep up the floor there for studio time. Uh, and after a while I, you know, became really close with him. And so when he shut the studio down because the industry has been forever changing, um, he sort of backed out of the game for a minute. And I was maybe one of his few friends that just kept engaging him. Like you have to keep doing a band. You have to keep doing a band. You you always have the best idea in the room. How can you stop? You know? And his answer was sort of just like, well, music's, Music's moved on for me, and what I don't fit, I don't, you know, I don't know what it was because I totally couldn't relate. Because here I'm doing my heavy metal band, you know. Uh, But fast forward to us reconnecting over the band Battery, who I'm not sure if anybody watching this will know about, but is an amazing straight edge hardcore band from the '90s. They're gonna hate that I said straight edge because not everybody's straight edge, but it was from that scene. And it was big in the 90s and Brian was the singer of it and I did my first year of tour with Battery. So we connected and Battery reunited. Once Battery reunited, I was like, Brian, you're back. We played the (laughs) Revelation 25. We did this reunion thing, but you need to compose new music. And I think that the box of Battery didn't fit for him anymore. He needed to do something, you know, him. So uh, for me in, a shorter way of putting all of that is that I have been a part of a lot of songwriting teams and I know which role needs to be played sometimes. And a lot of times I'll fight to play that initial voice, but I know with Brian, what he needed was that person to be like, this shit is good, fucking do it, man. And uh, sometimes you need that person around and 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 I'll take credit for being that person because I did it enough. But at the same time, like. Brian is a smart person and once you you know push him along or once he starts headed in the right direction you can't stop him and I knew it was going to be like wildfire and you have yet to see how good it's gonna get because you you y'all ain't world hasn't heard the record and Brian is his best live so once we can get back out there and play shows and he can connect with people I really think the band will be special so here we are birthing it during COVID you know
2: you mentioned shows, what do you think it will take to get things kind of rolling again?
1: Well, I'm a death metal guitar player, so I don't have uh, the credentials to know exactly what it's gonna take, but if I could right. hypothesize- uh, of course. I mean, I hope, oh, I mean, I guess what it's gonna take is, you know, from what I'm hearing is some sort of vaccine or something that's gonna make people feel comfortable to get together in a way that, I, I do have some friends who are in Europe, who have experienced live concerts that exist while people wear masks or they social distance or maybe the count's low enough in a country that they've moved past the mask for a minute and they're doing something else. But um I think one of the dark games me and a lot of my friends play is when are you gonna see that Slayer live at the Warfield Mosh Pit again? You know, when is that gonna feel okay for people? And I don't think it's gonna take long for humans to get back to that connection because i think we all really crave it but um hopefully we can all do it in a safe way because you know i'm trying to do my best while i still love playing concerts i hate turning on the tv and seeing that people are dying so i mean we have to try to find a way to get this under control so then i can go back to you know playing guitar on a stage but in general, in the bigger picture, I think what it's going to take is hopefully like some clearer communication in general with all of us, and uh, us all working together, you know. So,
3: well, I mean, there there uh, are some bands less scrupulous than you that are already playing shows that uh, feature Mosh Pits, as we learned I, from oh, this show.
1: Like who? Like White Snake or whatever? White? No, not White Snake. White. Great, Great White. Great White. White. Can't can't <laughs> should not uh, confuse them because you know. One is a seven-string and one doesn't. But well, who who's got the mosh? about?
3: <laughs> I mean, like we we cover stories at least once a week on this show. That there there's so, always these like smaller shows that are doing like skirting COVID rules to do hmm. very tight shows.
2: Yeah, the, so far the the only mosh was like at a small like DIY show where you had to buy a chili cheese dog to get <laughs> in. But I I didn't really count that. But there are some bands <laughs> that, that you, there was like Fozzie did shows, Static X.
1: Uh, you know, really top of the line stuff here. So. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of encouraging people to, you know, having people police themselves. So, I mean, if imminent death is not enough to get people to just, you know, <laughs> and I mean, look at how many amps are behind me. If this dude can just leave this shit in his basement for a minute, then everybody could take five until we can figure out what the fuck to do, you know? But, yeah, uh, well you know, said it's there is hope because i have european friends and they tell me you know that life is happening outside of
2: yeah like destruction was doing shows already in uh i don't know if it was germany or whatever. which I saw is, ironic that. name no, <laughs> but no, like yeah, there been shows no,
1: i think that show was in switzerland actually switzerland okay yeah, let they, me look they it up right now but, yeah. but um i actually watched that because uh we darkest hour toured with uh, Destruction a really, really long time ago in the '90s. So as soon as any Destruction headline pops up, I'm always like, "Oh, what the fuck those guys up to?" But uh, yeah, I saw they played a show. Looked good. Um, darkest Hour is going to attempt to do a live stream concert, and so will be well at some point. I'm sure uh, that seems to be a thing people are doing. Um, you know, if you can do what Destruction did and basically record it in front of people that stand six feet away from each other or something—I don't know—but I don't know if that's gonna do it for me. I just want back what we had. So I would rather wait. That's me, but. I'm with
2: you. I don't know, like what's the fun in going to like a heavier rock show?
1: Like a hard rock heavy metal show, and not being allowed to like dance and bump up it. Like, that's okay. The, that's the the fun. Is human connect like we need more than ever to connect with people outside of this computer. Although, here we are yes. doing it or whatever. But, yes. um, we need to get around people because the internet it can be a really tough place to have any real exchange of ideas. So, I, I, shows are a great place to do that to get. Different types of people together, I mean, albeit sometimes it doesn't always work out, but it's neither in real life, you know, and uh, I think we need that. So if we can get to some middle ground that works, that is healthy, then I do think the contact and the interaction, you know, minus the mosh pitting, which, you know, is also debatable by a lot of people, whether that's distracting from anything, you know, whatever. uh, I think it's still useful, though, man, you know, live music (laughs) is still badass, but... I want I miss a goddamn so <laughs> circle pit. <laughs> uh,
2: one thing uh, that I really uh, dig about Be Well is you guys are advocating for mental health. And, like, the the band seems to be uh, 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 all about that. And uh, based on, like, the the press materials I read, it, w- it was about how you kind of, like, uh, got uh, Brian, uh, like... You were, it's, like you said, sorry? It's
4: Brian understanding that like depression could be passed down to his daughter and just like-, yes, like thank you no. You know, and that it's kind of like a roller coaster and it doesn't really go away. It's just something that you're continuously working against. And you know, the, the two songs that are out are phenomenal. And I want to tell you like, I don't typically listen to hardcore music, but I just, I listened to those songs today. And then I listened to Battery, I was like all in on it. I just felt like it's a very important topic, especially for people who are finding themselves alone during quarantine and having to like face themselves. Um, and it yeah. just, it's Brian being very vulnerable and um, the music that accompanies him just felt very hopeful. So it's not an album that's gonna make you sad, it's really an album that's very uplifting and also very relatable. It's, it's just great, to, it's just amazing. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> Let me preface this with a uh, man, it is so personal. And when you've been there the whole time, boy, is it personal. And yeah. uh, for someone who didn't write all these thoughts down, but lived through them in a weird lens and now sees Ryan and his relationship with Cass, you know, his daughter, and also uh, I have a daughter as well. We both have one kid. So we have that a lot in common. They're not that far apart in age. So we've both been kind of going through a lot of the same stages of fatherhood too. Uh, but first, uh, yeah, let me preface this with like, all this is super personal, right? So, and I know it's hard when your friend opens up about all this, but uh, to dig into it a little bit, uh, yes, the band is advocating that people talk about mental health, but you don't have to like, be emotionally tragically scarred by life to enjoy this record. Uh, and also you don't have to live through depression to connect with the lyrics either, because I think what really happened for me about this record was first I put on my armor. You have to understand like the songs are about Brian's life, but I feel like I've been a friend for him for a lot of it. So when he writes about times like before I knew him where people weren't there for him, that's hard to hear. Uh, Sometimes I think about his brother, Mike, who's a DC hardcore legend, shout out to Mike McTernan. Mike's a badass and Mike would get up there and watch Brian talk about how fucked up his family was. Like in front of all these hard like, core people and Mike's standing there like ready to sing along. And it's like tough to hear that. So uh, for me first, I think I ignored most of the message of the album. I gotta be honest, like we were working on the music. I was just thinking, shit, the right hand goes like this. The riff goes like this. He's gonna be pissed if I play behind the beat. Holy fuck, Brian's crazy. So. Once I started understanding it it, sh- it, it dawned on me that, you know, I don't face depression. I face anxiety. That is my beast, you know, my mental he- health battle. But uh, I'm not saying it's easier, but I've found a way to cope with that in life where uh, my anxiety sometimes can be positive fuel for a lot of things, you know. Uh, but whereas depression is interesting because it doesn't look the same from the outside like if you don't understand depression, it really doesn't make sense because uh people have great things going on why are they sad <clears throat> you know and so for me this record kind of put that into perspective like Brian could go through this the whole time where he could be calling me and the whole time i could be telling him like yeah, but shit's not that bad. Like, fucking, you got your house and your dogs and your, your other, you know, your studio, and you, you know, you don't have any debt, and you're doing your thing, and now you're working this other job, and you could do whatever you want, you know. Like, it seemed like life was positive, but now I know, uh, he was in a dark place. Sometimes depression's hard to see, and he was clearly not like talking about it with like his close friends, so it came out in this record but that's an okay place because now it can be uh, an impetus for people to uh, find solace and enjoy the band. But I just would like to say, all that being said, the riffs are bad ass. There's a lot of other shit. It isn't all just about having a kid. So yeah, I think people will have to do their own digging, but if you care enough to just see what he has to say, I think you might be drawn in enough, you know? Yeah,
2: and the music is awesome. I I, I do want to mention that as well. So uh, you are you said you're in the D.C. area. I was curious. Uh, were you by any of the protests or the hubbub that's been going on? Man,
1: am I by that protest? <laughs> Man, the White House is down. Hit there, you know what I'm saying? Black Lives Matter is the, right around the corner. So yeah, it's here. Uh, This is Washington, D.C. It's not going to go anywhere. It's very normal uh, for people to have signs in their yard that tell you what they think. Uh, And it's pretty normal for people to discuss that, you know, here where I'm at. And uh, uh, it's not taboo, really. It's just kind of normalized. So the short answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are in the thick of it. And, uh, you know... We are hoping for some real positive change from all the discussion that's happening.
2: Same, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty close to where the the Brooklyn protests were, uh, and and it's the same thing. And and it's, it, it's interesting how it's it, uh, kind of died down a little bit, I guess. You know, uh, but it, but really also not like I'll still see on Twitter that there's still huge protests happening almost every day, but the media's kind of just moved on from it it's been weird
1: Uh well i'm doing try to do my i'm doing my best right now to try to listen you know what i mean as a as a italian um, american you know uh there's a lot of s- the streets doing the talking right now if you know what i'm saying dave Chappelle style <laughs> but uh <clears throat> you know i do think that i'm not sure if died down's quite the right word as it is maybe reorganized uh, you know into like re-strategize I think there was a lot of anger and frustration that happened and now I'm hoping that that gets targeted I mean you know you still have things happening in America and you still have this sort of tension everywhere but I'm hoping the greater consciousness has moved to how do we make society better From this conversation that really has been happening for a while but really was sparked from probably the combination of people being stuck in front of their iPhones and then being uh you know sort of forced or at least fed the video in general and then those things can bust of course and then now we're here and so let's hope that this conversation can be positive you know and uh I'm just trying to, as I said, listen, because uh, it's tough when you have a band that's like five white dudes, you know, who all have an opinion about something. And right now it's like, well, we're trying to give voices to other things. So uh, I encourage people to look at what those, uh, you know, different outlets are saying so that I don't have to be a voice for them directly. You know, I'm just here to be in solidarity and say, you know, in general, first of all, Back to the subject, police, we see you, you know, can't do fucked up shit. I think that's the message that at least me and my neighbors say, or trying to to get across in general, you know, because I think the uh, message really seemed to be about policing. And I think that's where I, I hope it will stay from a political standpoint, if we're gonna go down that road in this podcast,
2: you know? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and just accountability. Uh, I feel like if, if somebody makes a, mis- a mistake, they should be held accountable for it and not the city, I feel.
1: that's Yeah, I mean, we're citizens of America. The way this works is their police, protect and serve, you know, do better. That's what we're saying. And then, of course, there's going to be everybody that's got a wood-ism about everything I just said. So uh, here, here it comes. But what I'm saying is what I think, and that's... You know, because I play guitar yeah. in a death metal band, I guess, <laughs> and a melodic, mo- emotional punk rock band, by the way.
2: And uh, to, to lighten the mood a little, as we wind wind down the interview, I do want to say, when there w- <laughs> yeah. w- w- just just to transition out of Black Lives Matter <laughs> and, and mental health awareness, and mental health, you know, oh, uh,
1: uh, I do. I, I
2: do. Bummer. For my mental health, my one of my favorite people to smoke a joint with backstage at a show is you, Mike. And oh, I'm really shit. sad wow. that it's been it's been a while.
1: In fact, hey man, joints like... are done. Joints
2: are canceled.
1: Hashtag canceled joints. Fuck, Right, man. we can't we can't even share
2: joints. Like you have I'm to like cut it. It's, it's so you're
1: it's, gonna have to edit that out because I don't like you know everybody to know that I smoke <laughs> weed or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you can <could> never tell. <laughs> Motherfuckers get all <laughs> super pissed off. But um, I, I, if we're gonna I, just talk about that, you know, yeah, no, you can't, you can't pass joints, people. It's perfect, it's amazing. It's your best excuse to just smoke uh, all that shit yourself.
3: Oh, <laughs> you who know, hey, uh, so said uh, joints you know, are done? You just can't give them to the other person,
1: that's Yeah, but there was something very communal about the old circle, and the thing is, uh. Me and my darkest sour buddies, we used to like to pass around bottles. Uh, you know, a funny side story about the pandemic was we thought when we canceled our tour in April with misery signals that, you know, no biggie, like, or before we canceled it, we thought maybe it was just more of a, gonna be a preventative thing. You know, nobody knew anything back then. So we started having these internal conversations that were like, all right, no more joint passing, no more passing around the Jack Daniels bottle. And then we're like, wait, we're gonna have to like divide the bottle up you know what i mean it's like, how we get we gotta gonna have to get glasses i was like well if you get glasses you're gonna have to make sure everybody has their name on the glass. you know and it started to get hard to think about all the things we'd been doing and we had been to italy germany you know switzerland all those places in february early february january oh, wow. this year
2: and it almost feels like it was three years ago now it was only exactly. <laughs> it's only five months and Before so much has happened And now all the liquor and glass
3: stores are closed, so you don't have to worry about it anymore.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't mean to go dark because, you know, there still is, you know, medicinal marijuana, even during the pandemic, so everybody's still happy, all right? Yeah, Uh, it's just, you know, a lot of- But I miss you, dude, I miss partying backstage. I agree, I miss the backstage. Just, just the camaraderie, too. Damn, just to just just, hang. Just, yeah.
2: The off the record shit talking on the music industry.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they say don't know what you got till it's gone. So when it comes back, hopefully we can really treasure it and enjoy it that much <laughs> more, you know?
2: Agree. There's a part of me, like, I, I know there'll be an adjustment period. People are going to be a little agoraphobic. But I think when shows do come back, they'll be like bigger than ever because people are just so restless to go
1: hang out the you know? human
4: yeah. connection like you said yeah that's huge that's a big part of it
1: yeah and that's what B well is like really about i mean the the band spawned from the joy of battery being on tour again brian feeling that energy and us being like dude we, we want to play hardcore shows again you know like when it was not so important about the light show not so important about all the notes but more important about just everybody getting together and what people had to say and uh getting it out and having a place outside of the rest of the world and so we were at the beginning of building that and uh the pandemic has currently sidelined it but it has not stopped it because now we have this record and we have uh the internet to basically give you all the songs so that you can know them so that when the shows happen the shit's gonna be on See what I'm saying? Yes.
2: Yeah. There's going to be a huge gang pile up
1: on the microphone. Uh, well, I, I mean, I worst. guess that's going to be <laughs> <laughs> at least that do at least that not sing. So yeah, I'll be on. Yeah, the you desk. Can just I'll back. be behind the barrier with the.
2: <laughs> Maybe we could just have <laughs> ten microphones, so instead of a gang up, you just throw them into the crowd. Whoever. Nah. Uh, one of my
1: favorite. One of my favorite things to do with battery was to give give the guitar to somebody else on tour and take the mic into the audience. Man, there's nothing like. There's nothing like a uh, a hardcore show is the first place in my life where I saw a singer uh, break the stage, not care that like people were, you know, that they could, you know, were the same, you know, uh, where they would be off stage talking to people and then on stage and be a mega superstar touching your life and then back to being, you know what I mean, like uh, yeah, and so I love hardcore and just I love being in people's faces so. When that shit's on, get in the stage, scream at us. We're going to hope it's going to be safe by then, you know? Agreed. Mike, thank you so much for your time.
2: Thank you for hanging. I can't wait to see you again. Be well. The weight and the cost. It's out this Friday. Streaming where you stream your music. We highly recommend it. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah. All right. Let me get him out of here. You're out of here, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh
3: I, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt your outro there. Uh, you see, we're in a nice little flow, but I wanted to ask him about. He mentioned being Italian, and I was like, "That last name sounds very Jewish." Yeah.
2: I think it's Polish. No, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, Let's you can not ask. You can't him. ask.
2: No. Yeah. No. Well.
3: I think like because um, the weight, the weight and the cost, like you mentioned, cost is album title. So he, that's very cool. <laughs>
4: uh, the weight is Jewish. the Italian part, and the cost is the Jewish part. <laughs> True. And if you want to hear the two songs that are out, you can uh, like our Spotify music break playlist because they're both on there.
2: Oh, oh, oh! Yes, that's right. For fan, for old school fans who missed the music break, we're we're doing the music break again in a different bit of a, a bit of a different format. Uh, in the form of a Spotify playlist you could subscribe to. And every week, uh, at the top of the list, we, we add our picks. Each one of us picks a song. This week, we ad- also added the Be Well tracks in addition to our picks. And I'm burping up a storm here. But uh, it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to come up with a song every week to kind of suggest to you, the live cast listener. This week, I picked ACDC Big Balls. Uh, it came up on uh, the classic station the other day, and I was like, What song better, uh, uh, refer better, um, it presents, encapsulates, presents your balls? My my contribution to the metal injection livecast than ACDC Big Balls. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked it.
4: Uh, I had uh, Anthrax uh, on there from Persistence <laughs> of Time since we. Have a little thing to tell our listeners about pretty soon. And then I changed it to Be Well because I just really like the song. It's just like, I'll just save Anthrax for next week.
2: I'm not sure where you were hinting at, Noah.
4: Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Noah, <laughs> we have? Well, Noah actually chose big balls to represent her big ball. But <laughs> she saw that you had sent that
2: over already, so she changed it. I was so pissed. Uh, very considerate. Sid, what did you pick?
0: I picked a song from the soundtrack to the movie Judgment Night, which I feel like we've talked about on the show at some point. Yeah. The movie was... Mm,
3: the movie's terrible. Yeah,
0: but the soundtrack is all, like, rap and rock artists working together on, like, original songs, and the one I picked was uh, Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. It's very jammy, very spacey, but that, still really good.
3: That, that album is a, a almost 50-50 split between... Great songs and absolute cringe songs. Yeah. There's a bunch of terrible songs. You picked one of the, the great songs out Yeah. Uh, I picked Servitude by Fishbone. on awesome. My, I, I feel, I, I can't think of a more underrated band, an unheralded band than Fishbone. I think
0: I just uh-huh. saw that they're working on new material, and like Fat Mike from an OFX is producing, maybe. Oh yeah,
2: I'm so out of music. What's I'm what's like their fast. sound like? I've never. I don't think I've ever listened. Uh, it's like var.
3: It's a sort of. Oh, it's so it's hard to classify.
2: Like, but
3: like, have you ever heard that song "Everyday Sunshine"? It's almost like they party can party at ground zero. Yeah, they can. It's vary like ska between, punk, but they can vary between like ska and then like at actual like riffy, hardcore sounding, uh, but like poppy, hardcore sounding, catchy music. And they run the gamut. They're very musically uh, diverse. And that subject matter of that song is very relevant to what's happening now
2: too. Uh, It's funny. I just saw today, uh, we we talked about the uh, Judgment Night Uh, Sid talked about that. Uh, uh, Vernon Reed of Living Color mentioned how one of his uh, favorite memories in working in music was working with Rum DMC Mm -hmm. on that Judgment Night Uh, soundtrack because the news came out uh, about Jam Master Jay's murder. uh, Murder! Uh, Jam Master Jay was murdered almost 15 years ago now. It's crazy, or longer. Yeah, it was 18 years ago. 18 years ago. And they just... They just closed the case. They arrested two people, and turns out the Jam Master Jay was slinging tons of coke. It was all a coke deal gone bad. He was trying to push out one of the people that murdered him uh, on this big coke deal, this interstate coke deal. Which honestly, to me, I'm listening to this this is like murder, (laughs) Jam Master. This is murder, Uh, Jam Master Jay is. One of the most iconic musicians in hip hop, you know, and the guy had to still sell coke like thirty years into his career. So when you have got
0: a money making opportunity, you don't turn it down. Even rich people I guess. want more money. Maybe it, works, he just did it
2: rich? for the
3: love of the game too, though.
2: Is that possible? I don't know. I feel like once you reach a certain level of rich, you don't risk you don't risk it doing coke deals. It was a little.
0: It's not it what to do. But you think usually don't risk it because you might get arrested. But with him, that wasn't the what got him. It was just being a bad partner.
2: Hey, okay. fair. Uh, it was murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, another band that is, of course, very much fans of hip hop is Anthrax. They, of course, had that famous collaboration with Public Enemy, and Anthrax are commemorating the 30th anniversary of their 1990 album release, Persistence of Time. The masters of thrash metal are back with a deluxe anniversary edition on vinyl and on CD. The vinyl edition offers four LPs, as well as revised cover art that reflects what has been the album's original concept visually. So that's really cool. And the two disc CD, contains the original 11-track album, a special bonus B-side version of I, I, I'm the man, and a live version of Time, as well as special recordings from Charlie stash, including rehearsals, writing sessions, pre-production, and live performances that Charlie Benanti has recorded over the past 40 years. The 40-minute Gorilla-style DVD was shot when Anthrax was on tour with Iron Maiden, in 91 and features live and backstage footage of both Anthrax and Iron Maiden, such as when Anthrax joined Iron Maiden on stage to perform Sanctuary. You can pre-order your Persistence of Time 30th anniversary edition today by going to anthrax.com. That's anthrax.com.
4: Get that from my brother, Anthrax and Iron Maiden.
3: You got Anthrax from your brother?
4: Oh, I'm going to give him anthrax. Oh
3: how okay. nice. <laughs> so sweet. What a good bond you
0: have. Make sure to send enough for the whole family. Send it in little envelopes, too. <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm.
2: I can't. I don't know why I'm so okay? gassy. Well, I had a minestrone soup, and I, I'm, I'm very gassy. I'm sorry, yeah, you started went a little an
4: anthra- bit late because Rob was... Uh, <laughs>
2: I had a poo emergency. Indeed. I was setting up, and then it was like one of those things where it's like, need toilet. (laughs) now <laughs> and,
3: and rob you uh worried me a little because you were so apologetic about having to take a shit and and i feel we we're all very turd positive yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never shame you for that
2: for your, i answer. just I, I i didn't want to delay the show i wanted you guys to understand why why it was happening and i was There's the fun. worst is when you have to shit and you're on a time limit and it's like sh- i gotta get to the show but am i done uh, let me just wait two more minutes, and then you know.
3: Yeah. Well, where was it on the on the on the hardness scale?
4: Uh, on the Richter scale. Well,
3: was... not, but the, the actual firmness I want to know about. Oh.
2: It was S A W F T soft. Oh, wow. It was very. It was well, liquidy. It was not pretty.
3: That's
0: usually uh, when you're trying to hold it in, and then you have to rush to do it. That's it's usually. It,
2: it yeah, becomes a this... soup inside of you.
3: Mm-hmm. Any
2: lentils? So. No What'd lentils. No, what, what, it, it what was a. I had a grilled cheese and a, a vegetable soup oh, for lunch.
3: Grill, grilled cheese is uh, uh, makes turmoil on the stomach. As good as it is, what kind of cheese? White American.
4: Really? You so- put butter on the bread. So you butter had a carrot. Pan?
3: You had a carrot mm-hmm. grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> White
2: what are you supposed to put on a grilled cheese? Put some cheddar.
3: Some
0: provolone. provolone. Provolone
2: is basically white American,
0: <laughs> except it's Italian. It's tangy. Can you pronounce the fucking name?
2: The flavor is basically the same. It's a There's little a tan- less salty, a little
3: tanginess to it. I, I say, I'd say.
2: To which provolone? I mean, not.
3: It's not sharp like a cheddar or something, but it's more yeah. than American cheese.
2: What I, I keep wanting to look up, like, why is there white and yellow American? What's the difference there? One of-
4: is made of pee-pee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that
3: come from? Talk about <laughs> cheese.
2: Talk about pee-pee.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: one is
0: the cow common, one is the cow piss. Oh, okay. Okay. Depends talk about sex. Talk about we pee-pee. We <laughs> <get it?
3: laughs>
2: Sorry. Well, we talked about provolone. Uh-huh. Um, should, we, should we talk about one of our favorite uh, online reviewers in the history of uh, uh, yelping? No.
4: Why not? My favorite read of quarantine so far.
0: Get back at it again. <laughs> Always, nothing can stop uh, him. Pandemic can't stop him.
2: We've talked about this before. For newer listeners, uh, should we say? Do we say his name? Have we said it?
0: Uh, yeah, just it's that's so he runs a competing a competing a uh, blog.
2: Competing or, metal blog. He thinks it's competing.
4: He thinks it's piercing.
2: Uh it's piercing the industry, <laughs> and we found that he has a, a a Yelp page, a Yelp account, where he leaves incredibly detailed reviews of some of the most mundane places. <clears throat> and we've read some of the reviews in the past. I like saying it like that in the past. Uh, and we checked in with him this week, and we found there's. Tons of new reviews. You would think, in the age of quarantine, he can't go places to review them. But turns out the opposite might be true. Uh, so, uh, should we start with the the urgent care center review, or or, or, or do you have another, Darren? I mean, I'll let you. Yeah. All right.
4: Darren.
3: Get it up I'll, on the screen. I'll, Are you going to get it on the screen and read it, or let me read it, or should I just
2: get it?
4: Uh, we were trying oh, to think... not show his name. Yeah.
2: I yeah. I don't want to show better his name. Send me a link in our group chat, then. Oh. It's in the... It, I sent it. Oh, I'll send you the direct link to his... to his Yelp. Okay. And uh, while Darren is getting that queued up, I do want to mention uh, if you need yourself a little extra livecast, uh, we have two bonus episodes up this month for our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash livecast. For $5 a month, you get access to all bonus episodes we've done in the last year. There's a bunch of them. There's at least 12, more than 12. And, uh, and this weekend I uploaded uh, a watch along that we did of the show Tag Team. It was an early nineties pilot starring Jesse the Body Ventura and Roddy Piper who are pro wrestlers turned cops. The pilot doesn't make any sense. It's hilarious. We had a great time watching it. One of my and, uh, favorite reviews we've done. And it's about an hour, and, and, and you'll definitely laugh. And then something we didn't have a great time watching was uh, Danzig's Verotica, <laughs> which is also a <laughs> uh, uh, Or was that last month's bonus? That,
4: was last, that month. was last month's. I the Fran- Francesa
1: Palooza!
4: The,
2: the Francesa Palooza. How do I keep forgetting about this? That was truly one of our all-time best episodes. We just spent over yeah. an hour shitting on Mike Francesa. We did seriously. nothing
3: but just open clips of Mike Francesa talking and make fun of him.
2: And, like, seriously, we spent 40 minutes on this one three-minute clip because there was so much to mock. It mom. was
0: Usually, yes. Yes. if you want to shit on Mike Francesa for now, or you can only do that if you work at a massage parlor in Suffolk County,
3: we found a loophole to be able to do it without that. Uh, I, request, I requested diarrhea. I specifically uh, asked for that. Uh, this is solid poops. This is like a nine on a most
4: scale. Uh, okay. I wanted it extra hot. It's kind of
3: cool. Tell the girl in the back, uh, eat some more fiber, all right? Okay.
2: And uh, if you join by this Friday, uh, if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast, you can join the four of us in a Patreon Zoom hang where uh, it'll be an open hang, open to all Patreon subscribers. And we're just gonna hang out, uh, chill for about an hour, talk, catch up, see how you're doing, do a mental health check,
0: Rob's going to share some grooming tips.
2: Yes, some pubing, pubing grooming tips. Excellent. Ball ball stretching. No. No live ball stretching. I I meant just telling them how to do it. Not. uh, Oh, I've already. (laughs) Yeah, the tip. The tips. The tips are in the archives, folks. You don't need to pay for those. True. (laughs) But. uh, But yeah, so that's. We're
3: we're visuals now. You could. Yeah. Oh, true.
2: It's true. I don't think they need to see that. But patreon.com slash metal injection livecast, as low as five bucks a month. We hope you can join. So, Darren, do you have the uh, Yelp? i used. I have the urgent care. Is that what we want or something? Yeah, let's do that.
3: All right, here we go. This is uh, our friend, who shall remain nameless, uh, who went to the CityMD A Ridge Urgent Care. Looks like uh, somebody wait, in your neighborhood I needs say- urgent care.
4: I would like to say I have been to the same. So have I. Here.
3: Did you go in the time of COVID, or did you go before?
4: No, it was uh, I think like last year. I got the well, I went there.
3: Our friend visited uh, during COVID times, so let's hear his review. <clears throat> <laughs> I had been feeling under the weather a few days <laughs> previous to my popping into this place. And after doing the COVID-19 screening test at a nearby location, I decided to walk into the neighboring city, MD, for the antibodies test. It was early enough. It early enough for in the, the day. Test? Antibodies. <laughs> antibodies. <laughs> He's from the Netherlands. Antibodies. Isn't that where Ted DiBiase summered? <laughs> yes. <laughs> "'Twas early enough in the day for the place to not be too crowded, so after signing in on one of the tablets, so they had all of my information, I found myself with a short wait time to get the test. The assistant took my blood pressure, which was a tad high for my liking, what, the assistant was too high or his blood pressure was too high? <laughs> oh, Rob, you working at the city of me? I'm not a fan of sharing that kind of blood pressure information. But, was, but, but, oh, there's this very introspective admission here. I was nervous about this whole thing. Then a small sample of blood was drawn. After I was done, one of the physicians told me that I would hear within five days. and They had my mobile and email, so I was not worried. He kept a stiff upper lip. The whole experience was about 20 minutes, which isn't bad, and relatively painless, unless you risk fainting when you get a needle to take some blood. I ended up with a light black and blue mark on the arm from their taking this, but that can happen. This is not my primary physician. Oh, really? Called city CDMDs? now. Hold on.
2: Physician. Why do we need to know that you bruise easily, Like, like How
3: is that
4: so specific?
2: Well, he's like translucently white. So <laughs> also, like, how often, how often? How often has he passed out from getting a shot that he's writing about it like this?
4: Uh, well, he,
3: hes not saying it's him. He's saying for other exactly. People. <laughs> Fast forward to now. I did not have the virus. All oh, possess the antipodes. My slight malaise was a light case of bronchitis, which I get every few years. It's picked a hell of a time to pay me a visit, but I am fine now. The end. And he has Beautiful. A picture, he has a picture that he took of a little stick figure with a circle and a slash through it, and it says, this chair is reserved for social distancing. Thank you.
0: Uh, he was not
4: allowed to sit on that chair.
0: They just had a person in the lobby putting that on any chair he tried to sit in. <laughs> we were hoping he would just leave, it didn't work.
3: There's a big dearth of like bad reviews here.
4: Oh, All right. so many. Oh,
3: a big dearth means there aren't any. <laughs>
4: right. All right. No, there's so many. I went, okay, you have like to- Like new do...
3: ones, I, I met new ones. Yeah. He's trying well, to keep wait, it positive I... in 2020.
4: There's another one. There's the H&L Bagels, and also um, McKenna's Pub.
3: But H&L has five stars, that was why I skipped that one. But You want McKenna's Pub or you want H&L Bagels? Let's read both of them. All right, here's McKenna. They're both great reviews. So, (laughs) while I haven't been here in about a year, (laughs) the last time that I popped in for a few beers was exactly like the previous time and the previous time before that, and so (laughs) on. My usual rationale for popping into McKenna's was based upon my heading to the now shuttered Highline Ballroom, which closed sometime in the year of our Lord, 2019. My standing order in the place is a couple of Bud Light pints, and depending on when you get there, a two-for-one drink special is something to enjoy. You <laughs> order a drink and get a poker chip for your next drink. It's a sweet deal indeed. And now most assuredly based on everyone needing to tighten their belts, also order one of their hamburgers, since they just make them so good there. No. With this I add cheese, of, or course, and like the fries on the side. It's just a little bit extra, but overall is a very affordable addition to the experience. The staff are cordial enough based on what I've observed. There are a host of regular patrons to the place, and in addition to some tables and booths on the side, there are some games and a pool table in the rear.
4: Who says generally, in the rear? Who says does. in the rear? No old person. In the rear.
3: They generally play loud disco or house music, <laughs> but I have heard some <laughs> rock there on occasion. Sometimes tis a tw- wee too loud, but hey, it's a New York City bar, and everyone is looking to <laughs> let loose afterwards. I look forward to returning and meeting friends once more for a very long overdue beverage of the alcoholic kind. (laughs) I I just parsed that sentence as he looks forward to meeting friends, as in making some. (laughs) (laughs) One day I shall meet a friend at McKenna's pub
0: I just love the fact that he says he hasn't been there in a year. He's just randomly writing a review about a place that he hasn't even been to recently. Just uh, because he's bored. It's like yeah, what? It's like if you had like a text thread with an X or something, and then she blocked you, but you keep replying to the thread anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sad. It's like, dude, it's but just the it's review, not happening.
4: The review also has this like very like pathetic picture of a. Like burnt cheeseburger and fries, so it's like he he must have had to go back a year in his photos to pull oh. that up and put it in the Yelp. It's very committed. Was he
0: saving it? Like, why didn't he just post that when he took it? What was he? Saving? He doesn't, He doesn't
2: want to put out too much content at once. He wants to make sure people see his content, so he has to roll it out over time.
3: Or what if he foresaw a pandemic happening? saved some some reviews for so that he when he couldn't go out he'd have a few in the can this
0: he like he posts the a plus like his best work right away but then there's like the mid-tier reviews he's not really proud of the the writing style so he saves those just in case they're in the Ah, drafts so it's like fine there's nothing new let's dig in the drafts and see what i could throw out there
2: yeah i could see that for sure makes sense
4: do you want to read him taking a covid test is that interesting
3: Didn't didn't he take one? I just did did that.
4: that Oh, no, no, no. There's another one.
3: Where? Um, Oh, New York at NYC hospitals. Why does he need two COVID tests? What is this? Well, if you heard the review, Sid, he did say he took a COVID test and an antibodies test. (laughs) 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 Antibodies. All right. Should I read this (laughs) one? Yeah, let's do it. Upon noticing that there was a COVID 19 <laughs> testing center open in the location formerly housing a Chase Bank, I, des- <laughs> I decided to get a test done. Though I've been practicing social distancing and keeping away from pretty much everyone.
2: Even before the pandemic, he's, he was practicing that.
3: <laughs> I've ceased licking necks during this <laughs> nationwide crisis. Oh. Only um, collars now. <laughs> he only licks collars. Uh, I, I only <laughs> put a dental dab on my, in my <laughs> mouth as I lick women's necks. Oh, there. That- uh. okay. I wasn't feeling well the other day and felt <laughs> that it's better to know than not. It's the wrong it's, the, it's... Right. sorry then to not. Fuck is this phrasing? The weather change often hits me with a seasonal bug who needs to know this this is such Yeah like
2: why is this, this relevant yell to the review? You?
3: This is such padding. Like, Does that influence whether, like, him not knowing if he had a bug or not? Does that matter whether I go to this health uh, center?
2: I wonder if he feels like, you know, if I don't hit the 200-character mark, <laughs> review, it's not even worth posting a review. Oh, me, I think me... he
0: probably just thinks he gets more engagement when he makes it personal.
2: Yeah, and I think you're right, Sid. He just wants to make a
3: pleasant experience, and then people will really take the, the review to heart. It's not about what he's reviewing. It's about him. He's yeah, he's his own brand. yeah, there's a uh, There's a political statement in here too mild. Oh, oh boy. The weather change often hits me with a seasonal bug, but under the current scenario of a place like NYC and others not wearing masks, capital not, and being mindful, I wanted to be sure that was it. So, they had staff outside asking if you wanted to be tested. I said, yeah, and this is all one sentence, sorry. So they had staff outside asking if you wanted to be tested. I said, yes, and they led me inside. <laughs> Everyone stands on a market space before going to the window, which looks like a bank teller station and very protected. <laughs> Take all your information, and they send you to another cubicle to answer more questions before getting the test. <laughs> <laughs> they confirm some questions and then do the swab, and I wanted to do this Yelp because I've been watching friends post on their socials about how painful the swabbing is. It is not. <laughs> it, actually, <laughs> it actually tickled me. And was over in seconds. The whole process—the whole process—took <laughs> no longer than fifteen minutes, but, but 'twas before lunch on a Monday, so maybe no one realized they are here yet. I love that this sort of center is in our amazing neighborhood, and my hope is that more people take advantage of getting the test done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the more they know, after all, great advice. Visit it? The, that not that the idea at the end of the day? I'd like to think so.
2: Uh, so I, I was quickly scanning. Uh, I think the H&L Bagels one is, is there's some great gems great. in there. The Dollar Basket, the third oh. paragraph, it's huge, and the Planetarium. And then we could wrap up. <laughs> That's oh already God. too much. But Always. these three are both should I snip out the there. best parts of them or just read through all of it? Well, the H&L Bagels one, I think you have to read the whole one, and then we'll go from okay. there. Okay.
4: As wait, I s- say...
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry, no. We, we, I was going to ask that? Noah if she's ever been to H&L Bagels.
4: Um, no, I only went to Bagel Boy. Ah, uh, I went to H&L once. It was fine. There were a lot of flies in there, though. That's oh, wait, I have opinion. been to... Oh, no, no, no. It's not... It's not... Because that's on 88th and... Hey, sean have, bagels is
0: eighty-eight.
4: Yeah, I have been there. It's it's really good. I liked it. Hmm.
3: Okay, go on. Sorry.
4: As I sit and
3: couple this one together, <laughs> I am surprised that it's taken me this long to do a Yelp Narrative. <laughs>
0: narrative. Does he really say that? Yeah. <laughs> it says Yelp narrative. Yes, oh, I, I told so you. I Christ.
3: This is—I've been throwing in jokes, but that's real. To do a Yelp narrative, considering just how long I've been a patron of H ampersand L Bagels.
4: Now, I just, uh, uh, at uh, Sid, if I'm not mistaken, isn't H and L Bagels relatively new? Don't they just not- open?
0: I mean, I've only been on this part of Bay Ridge for a couple years. I think it's been there as long as I've been here.
2: He's had five check-ins at this place, by the way. I mean, there's people going to bagel places five times a week. He hits it up.
4: Okay, so maybe I'm thinking of the wrong place. Okay, I've not been here then. Ready? Yes, sorry about that.
3: Now, truth be told, (laughs) over the years, it's generally my practice to only get their awesome bagels. But on occasion, I grab a breakfast sandwich or one of their deli sandwiches. (laughs) Happily, I can say that everything that I've ever had here was tasty and (laughs) devoured to the max.
4: (laughs) To the max.
3: I used to morph into uh, Zach from Saved by the (laughs) Box. I used to live around the corner from the place, but over the years, have moved a few blocks away. <laughs> what? Why is that? Okay. And I mentioned this because- There you go, Darren. There are other bagel stores close to the two apartments I've lived in <laughs> since that original time, and I will still <laughs> find myself walking over to H, ampersand L to get what I need. Now, some folks have reported that it's a busy place, and yes, that is true. (laughs) The aisle to get to the counter is narrow, and on one side is the glass displays and their preparation space, while on the other is the refrigerators with the (laughs) assorted sodas, milks, juices. In the front of the space there is a small counter where one can Sip a coffee and eat something, but it's not spacious at all. Yet, good in a pinch, if you think you only need five minutes to do that before getting on with your day. My standard order is a dozen bagels, and I usually split this between the everything bagel and the garlic ones. I used, to, used to love poppy seed and sesame seed ones, but... Lean towards the everything one some time ago, and rarely look back.
2: <laughs> Every so often, I will wait, buy it. Wait, rarely look back. That means this is amazing. I, occasionally, he's like, perhaps I need uh, to revisit my sesame bagel yeah. obsession. I <laughs>
3: suppose. Nah. I suppose it is human nature to. Oh, glance over one's shoulder wistfully <laughs> at prior dalliances with other, other genres of bagels. With but poppy seeds. At the end of the day, we must proceed forward on the beam or we <laughs> shan't get anywhere in life. Uh, every so often, I will buy a couple of salt bagels and eat them as if they were a pretzel. Oh, my God. Great place. And should be supported.
2: How often? How often does he go through these dozen bagels? Do you like this? Is just nonstop carbs.
4: Hey, mm. I am with him. I can eat a bagel every single day. Well, I, I could. It. It I'm just hungry.
3: I have to say, uh, between his and we won't reveal him or his name, but between his uh, publicity photo on his website and his. Uh, his uh, avatar on Yelp, there's a difference of a good sixty pounds. <laughs> so oh. maybe the bagel is like packing on the uh, poundage. All right, dollar basket. Do I want to read all of dollar basket?
4: Uh,
3: uh. I think I basket... could, the second, the second looks like the ju- Where the juice? Yeah. Starts. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: right off the bat. The space is well lit and very, very clean. It's a By large... the way, to be clear, it's it's a supermarket. Go It's ahead. like a dollar, 99 cents store. It, oh, it used is? to
4: be a supermarket. This is actually one, it's not even one block away from where I used to live. Yeah, I remember. I regret yeah, moving. Was...
2: This definitely looks like a, it has a picture of it and it looks like- a... Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Oh. Okay,
3: go ahead. Right off <laughs> the back, the space is very well lit and very, very clean it's a large scale convenience store with a number of a number of needful items <laughs> such as toiletries glassware cleaning products pet products toys snacks and stationery card store stuff <laughs> and much more as a hot sauce fan I took particular turn. <laughs> I took particular notice to a whole display loaded with assorted hot sauces. Everything seemed reasonably priced by comparison to some other markets. You know who you are. As I perused, <laughs> I noticed that there was a nice mix of name brands and some smaller brands and I liked that dynamic. Sometimes the smaller brands are just as good, if not better than a higher priced big name. Another thing that impressed me was their cards area, since our neighborhood lost a massive greeting card store not too long ago, and this has relegated us to the likes of Dwayne Reed, <laughs> Rite Aid, and Walgreens, spelled as as if it's uh, Walberg, Donnie Walberg. Walgreens with an H, with a, with a H, for car. The staff we encountered was friendly. Did you want to cut in there? Sorry, I thought someone wanted to say something. We're
4: just the, laughing.
3: The okay. staff we encountered was friendly, and there appeared to be an open Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> since my device was picking one up as I explored. <laughs> I hope this place does well, since it offers the neighborhood some variety and serves a need. And then there's a picture, and the captions are, are superimposed over the picture, and they are lo- those caption takes up the entire picture. Because <laughs>
2: it's so long. Not even worth reading it. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> you know, actually, uh, I don't understand the last sentence because from what I remember, there were two other discount stores in like a one block radius of that big one. So it actually came in and ate up the little guy, but he didn't mention that.
3: I see. You're right, Noah. By the way- I
4: I beg to differ.
3: (laughs) You should give a thumbs down to that review. Well, pish tosh to you, Noah. What do you know as a peasant? (laughs) I've been in shopping at Dollar Baskets for years! Mm-hmm.
4: I wonder well, I which wanna... one of his devices he brought to the Dollar Basket.
3: I want to point out that was a historic Yelp review because that was his final pre-pandemic Oh, review. wow.
1: Oh.
3: That was the last one he wow. went on to. Simpler time. <laughs> All
2: right, am I, am I doing uh, Hayden planetarium? planetarium? And then, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up after that. <laughs> but right. this one I is like, good.
4: I like both paragraphs, but I guess I'd choose the second one if you're only going to read one. Oh, this
3: isn't too long. I think I can plow through this whole thing.
4: OK. I've been to the
3: Hayden planetarium about three times. About three times. <laughs> when you go that high, it's easy to lose count. <laughs> Over the past two years, or about two years, and as a result, I added that one. Have okay. seen the Dark Universe film two X, and the soon <laughs> about two X, and the soon to open Worlds Beyond Earth show once, in a preview. I've enjoyed it each time that I've gone, and was fortunate to not have screaming children around me like some other Yelper pointed out, but honestly, if this is the case during any show, the staff should be enforcing more quiet, and perhaps they need to set aside a certain showing where younger children can attend and be (laughs) themselves. (laughs) I can agree. Now, what do they? What does he want them to do? Come in with like a taser rod or something?
2: Like, <laughs> no, he's saying
3: he they should segregate
4: be, the children.
2: Yeah, no no child screening so he can enjoy it without their their Uh Rob, I'd like to
3: point okay. out to you that was his second option. The first one was enforcing more quiet. Oh,
2: okay. My apologies.
3: <laughs> Sounds a little ominous to me. Uh I can agree. That the seats are in need of being adjusted. He's arguing with another, like he's debating another Yelp review. Like we're supposed to have this prior knowledge uh, of the, are in need of being adjusted to look up a little easier. But oh, listen to listen to him. He's uh, the guy that assaulted necks all over the all over the city is now complaining that his neck was strained a little bit. Come on, man, hypocrite. I was not overly uncomfortable during my screenings. I enjoyed both films and the exploration of the region just outside the planetarium afterward. Sure, you are going to find yourself exiting through nice the gift area. shop. But I don't think anything avoids that nowadays. You <laughs> What is remember? it what? <laughs> like <laughs> is that, that any- such a problem? He's got a statement on crass capitalism. Hi. <laughs> I recall the Halcyon days of my youth when gift shops were optional.
2: <laughs> I want to point out he's telling them now he needs they need to segregate their kids. They shouldn't have a gift shop. How does he think this planetarium is going to make any money? like you from know good Yelp reviews uh, from yeah. old, just. Uh,
3: <laughs> I will herd the masses into you. Yeah. They will show up in throngs after reading my Yelp review, my positive Yelp review, where I shit on you for not policing children adequately. And say that your chairs don't hurt my neck too much. (laughs) What a great compliment. And not remembering the exact number of times under five that I've showed up. (laughs) You are always able to say no. And if you have tons of kids with you, who, again, the fucking kids, who will want to purchase something, just be that adult that says no and shoo them out.
2: Oh, he's talking about the gift shop still. Right.
3: Maybe distract them with the dinosaurs exhibits to get them to move along. Huh. Good luck. <laughs>
2: That's it. Good stuff. I love
3: that he's giving
0: advice to parents about how to not get toys for their kids. Should you imagine being a parent and reading this and just like wondering like but but how do I avoid the gift shop? What do I do? I need answers. And then you scroll there and like oh perfect, I could just say no. Thank you.
3: Great <laughs> exactly. review. Another review here about children. Is, children, I
2: hate them. <laughs> End of review Not for me. Hold Please, like, I keep going down further and further, Uh and there's, like, I just want to read all of them. I'm not a fan Um, of, I am not a fan of sharing spermatozoa
3: with an egg to produce a child.
2: (laughs) Have we read his review of the Paramount? Because just the first sentence is amazing.
3: Is that on the same page? Yes, yeah, it's two down from... I got it. I got it. As a Brooklyn native with no personal means of transportation i.e. a car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. We thought you were talking about a helicopter. Okay, got it. Your Learjet was out of commission. (laughs) Uh, Heading out to Long Island for stuff (laughs) is not the usual case scenario for me. Now, I should mention that I've known about the Paramount for a few years now and despite my listing their biggest events on my Mm-hmm. Name of his website: Calendar for Support. Wow, what a plug! He just directed <laughs> he traffic link to it. Website. He didn't link it, but he thinks they'll be—they want to be in the people will know. Yeah. yeah, website Calendar for Support. I had never before been there until the legendary Judas Priest was doing a two-night stint back in 2019. I'm not going to laud the glories of Judas Priest music and speak about the venue here in this village. Oh, I see. And speak more about the, that's very worded very poorly. The venue is a lovely looking place and offers a spacious GA area and an upstairs balcony. My ticket was for the GA region and that was fine. Since I had to go in and out of the photo pit, as this was a working night for oh. my website. Oh, no, Robert, hold on. you any of
2: these shows? Uh, don't you have to get paid for it to be a working night? Oh,
3: burn. <laughs> and go revenue, robber. Add revenue, jealous much. <laughs> click, click. Apparently, the GA folks only get a wristband. And no, it's it's much less. Oh, wait, wait, you, oh. sen-
2: you skipped a second. You oh, I skipped did? a Okay, you're right. Before, apparently.
3: I did want to see what it looked like upstairs, but I was not permitted to do so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that the, game. the VIP area?
1: Rob?
3: <laughs> I've never yeah. been to the Paramount, there's bottle service. Um. Uh, I mean. Wow. That's in Long Island. I thought he was talking about yeah. Paramount next to uh, with MSG, which is no longer. Called.
4: I've been there once. Very nice you What did you see
3: there? Oh, is that the Westbury Music Fair that's now just a, with a corporate name?
4: Uh no. What did I, I think? I saw Clutch there. Clutch. Actually. Yeah,
2: I think it was oh. Clutch.
4: How do uh, you remember that?
2: You talked about it on the show. Oh,
4: how
3: Rob do you remember
4: that?
2: <laughs>
3: He hangs on your every word, Noah. Come on. Noah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, was it, sorry, Noah, do you want to say something? No.
4: no. No, go on, please.
3: Apparently, the GA folks only get a wristband and no ticket, which lessens my collection by one. And, of course, this was not a good thing since I am retentive on my ticket stubs. And this was a priest show and something I wanted in my envelope of past shows. <gasps> Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Should
2: I plow on? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, just the last pa- the first sentence of the last paragraph.
3: I didn't remember a Wi-Fi signal in the place. <laughs> oh at my the god time. With this. I am adding this Yelp. But we'll say that there is an awesome Spanish food joint almost next door. And the Huntington Bar, which I enjoyed for sure, I look forward to coming back to this venue in the future. All right. Oh, he also, I I, I, I won't read the whole other paragraph, but he, he admits to stealing a free pretzel. Or, or, or not stealing, but uh, happily glomming a complimentary pretzel.
4: Well, it came with his photo pass.
3: <laughs> no, it was, his pass was printed on a pretzel. Uh, <laughs> after the show, I noticed they put the unsold pretzels on the counter to be taken by the patrons leaving, so I had a snack for the ride home as well. Just Imagine
0: this- loose pretzels on the counter of a concert venue? Oh, dude. I, I'm assuming
2: it's the, the the baked pretzels, not like
0: even still Yeah, like, that's what yeah. I was thinking yeah. was Imagine
3: you just, yeah, just yeah, sit all night Imagine this Glub. you're next to him on the L-I-R-R Like gnawing on a rock hard pretzel Like a squirrel <laughs> You think he waited till he got on
0: the train to dive into that pretzel?
4: Yes, <laughs> you he? know why? You know why? I guarantee that he like picks Every salt <sighs> One by one And then eats the pretzel So he needed well, a no. good seat for that Sid you're
3: right I mean you're right he <laughs> didn't wait but he took 11 pretzels so by the time he got to the road, he still had like at least 4 pretzels uh, his camera was all covered uh, in salt the pictures uh, were I wanna, ruined I want to rename this blog like just the carbs blog the carb <laughs> review blog because that's all he does is just eat
2: fucking bread and, uh, and salt and pretzels oh my god also he said he went to that Spanish place so he had a Spanish uh, meal, and then banata. a pretzel, <laughs> a couple
3: empanadas, <of> Yeah, fucking <laughs> okay. what a what a pig. <laughs> then he had a chicken farm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't have to have sex with anybody that night, so he's yeah.
3: good. Yeah, right. <laughs> just went home. And to sleep. <laughs> Bubba Lou Love Sponge tried to get his wife to do him, and she said, "No way." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That was Bubba, right? Is that the right guy? I know they're all like... I was, is that the right guy that Hogan was banging his wife? Or am I mixing
2: up... Yeah, sponge? Bubba the Love Sponge. I maybe I had the wrong terrible DJ.
3: He is a fan of that kind of sharing. <laughs> he wishes he could... He would share. They're not offering it up. <laughs> no. Imagine. Imagine you bang 60-year-old, out-of-shape Hulk Hogan and then refuse somebody else. <laughs> That's scary. <sighs>
0: man. Some people just can't catch a break.
3: Mm. Oh, well. Poor so-and-so whose name <laughs> should not be mentioned.
4: What is Hulk Hogan doing the pandemic? <laughs> any, like, do you guys follow him?
3: He's spray-painting the N-word on the side of buildings. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
4: my God. But he lives in Florida, right? Like, isn't He has a yeah. restaurant there, so he's probably really...
3: No, he got rid of the restaurant, I
2: believe. I yeah, I option. believe it went out of business.
3: Oh, I thought he sold it. Oh, even better, good, no money for him.
2: Uh, uh well, he sold it because I, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think well, he ma- sold it. God, sorry. sorry, I, I think he sold he it because it, it wasn't yeah. profitable. I see. Okay. Well, who'd buy it then? I was well, well, just. Just some somebody bought the property and like made it a different restaurant. It oh, now. I got you. Oh no, well, look. Fo- oh. Oh wait, no, no, no. this. Is I was gonna say, target. don't
3: open, don't open his Twitter feed. There could be all kind of racial slurs on there. <laughs> we gotta vet this. Oh, person. it looks like he still has his beach shop. Oh, did he just? Does he just only sell the products now? From the oh, yeah,
2: know yeah, I remember. Yeah, he closed the restaurant, but the the merch store <laughs> still exists.
3: I'm selling red corn merch, brother. <laughs> <laughs> HH. Why did he only write H H? What is that? Oh, did he? Did he leave HH out on the previous post and then have to write another HH like just to close? No, it looks out? like it's
2: days apart.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's just okay. so randomly strange. Oh, brother, I forgot to close out my last post with an HH, dude. I'm so OCD, brother. I gotta go back in there, dude. Why well, here's you can't one. edit tweets.
2: <laughs> here's what he did. I've been from MSG, the Silver Dome, and to the moon. He hasn't been to the moon. Yeah. I love this what? beach. You know?
3: Well, it's Hulk Hogan. He said he played in Metallica. Now he's been to the moon. Yeah. This is a big shock.
2: Uh, I love What's this beach. Head? And all I wanted was to live my life here. Some stayed with me for the journey. Some left. To those that truly loved and believed in me, thank you with all my heart. I'm not done yet, brother. Was he about to kill himself? Like No, what? he
3: said, I'm not done yet with this tweet. He wanted to add a few racial slurs <laughs> in, but the character, let me cut him off.
2: <laughs> also, look at I love that this photo...
4: Like from a, a next photo,
2: phone. It's like a photo <laughs> of a screenshot of his phone. Uh, <laughs> like, did someone send him this photo? I got. I got to take text a message. I got to take a picture. Of this picture. Let me borrow your phone, brother.
4: <laughs>
3: How do I get this picture into this other phone, brother? How do I do this?
4: Oh, can you read his tribute to Kamala? Very, Very sad. <laughs>
3: I think I was playing that the other day sad in
2: 21. <laughs> sad. football game. Very saddened by the passing of Big Jim Kamala. like everyone else, I would always ask if it was okay to take the leg drop for the finish as requested by the office. Jim would always say, let's just keep making that money. He was such what? a kind soul. I, he's saying I he would always asked ask people if, if they he could do his finishing
3: move that he did on everybody ever yeah, what?
2: <laughs> that's what he as
3: requested by
0: the office? What huh? He, I guess wait, he's saying let me
3: interpret this. Is he saying yeah. he asked he ran it by him that the guy was gonna job and not he's just yes.
2: Saying, that's okay. how I interpreted okay. it as well. Oh, I that he's gonna it. lose. Did these right.
3: people think they were gonna
0: be the one to beat Hulk Hogan? Really? I'm gonna be the guy.
2: <laughs> not not Kamala. By the way, isn't it so weird? Kamala's real name. Is James Harris. James Harris, yeah, and then Harris. the same week he dies, Kamala so Harris. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah. So weird. Close, and honestly, and like know. before, like before two years ago, I never heard of Kamala Harris before uh, 2016. Let's say, and so when the, when I first saw her name trending on Twitter, I was like, "What is Kamala? Yeah. <laughs> <Hope he's not laughs> Why is dead? he back in the news?" <laughs>
3: I like big Jim Kamala dude because he is one of those black people that likes to do racial stereotypes and that's what I like to do brother uh-huh. <laughs> yeah well there you go is that a one bomb? of the good ones as they say Hulk Hogan wishes that black people would pat their bellies and like have stars painted on them that's the world he lives in that's yep. why he's so backwards fucking old, old racist <laughs>
2: all right
4: well,
3: what is it's that? This it's is mostly him
2: just retweeting, him re-tweeting stuff. Strange things. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Okay. RIP of <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Now we know what Hulk Hogan's up to. Hulk
2: Hogan. Oh What's Ultimate Warrior? Murder! <laughs> That's what he's up to. Yeah. Oh, still dead. Yeah. <laughs> Good.
3: Of all the people of all the people who could be the first one in history ever resurrected, I wouldn't want it to be the ultimate warrior. No. Nah. Who would you pick? Wow, that's tough. Ah. Jimi Hendrix. I don't know. Pick one right Alright, that's fine. Who would I pick? I mean a
2: famous person, right? I mean I yeah, could yeah. pick family members. Yeah. yeah. Uh what famous person would I pick? Cliff <laughs> Burton. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if I'd do Musician or like Dusty Rhodes.
0: But then, like, if he was back, like, then what? Like, what's he doing for you now that he's back? He's still like an old fat man.
2: Uh, he was doing the... He was developing new characters for WWE, and ever since he's died, what good characters have there been? Then Think about it. How about,
3: about Danzig? Can we bring him back? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no? Oh, I, you know what? I would bring back, truthfully, I would bring back Dave Brocky. I, I want Dave here to commentate about the uh, current mm. political climate. Like, can you imagine what great things, what great offensive things Dave Brocky's odor syrungus would have said the last three years?
3: He's always great, but I also fear that Trump is the one thing that could outstrip his absurdity and make it. <laughs> Hard for him to compete with it, and in uh, relating his thoughts on it.
4: I feel like Trump would like war. It's like like in the '90s when, like, wrestlers or something would, or uh, Peter Steele would go on Jerry Springer. uh, It would be like the same kind of absurdity.
3: Imagine what their stage show would have been, where they incorporate the president every time. It would have gone to a new level. Oh my god. Well I mean they
2: this? they still did that. I mean they they've still been touring since uh
3: but it's not I don't know, is it the same? Like uh, is it, yeah. a, oh, what are they you doing need him back if it's just the same. What are they
2: I mean, doing not, with I mean it's I mean it's still a war show. Uh, what are they doing with Trump? What's the stage show for Trump? Just the same thing they would do with any president. Just he comes cutting out, he says head. some shtick, and then they rip him apart. Yeah, what's the shtick, I'm saying? Oh, I
3: don't remember. It must I be thought, great. I thought they stopped doing the the
2: presidents. Didn't I
3: read that?
4: Well, they're definitely not doing shows recently. Yeah, I mean, not
2: now, but I mean, in the last three years, they've done shows. We could look it up. Okay. I think there there was a live video uh, that.
4: Probably like pee on him or something.
2: No, they just rip rip apart his arms and legs, and he bleeds everywhere. They rip his chest.
3: But my thing, interesting thing, because they rip everyone
2: apart anyway, but I mean, like, what
3: the lead up to it was always like a special thing.
2: I like related saying.
3: to the person, like with, you know, with Obama, they had him say, you know, you know, let me be clear, uh, and then they could come out, you know, and chop him up.
2: There we go. Here's something from 2018, where they kill President Trump.
3: Be <laughs> careful! You don't say that a bot is going to flag us as yeah. a, like get on a CIA it's gonna be a huge job wait a minute Trump huge. you just come out here and start demanding that we get rid of aliens you know what we are aliens
0: I don't like that shirt you got on it looks like you're in Born of Osiris or something
3: you know what do you got there
2: let's there is another one let's see if it starts earlier oh Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump
3: ah oh, well, country as much for. as you do let's get this shit over with that's
0: supposed to be before the, the Here election. it goes. Yeah, 2016. First up, that's right, drama. <laughs> <laughs> Eater of babies, rugs, muffins <laughs> muffins, too much shit to even mention. Here she is, Hillary Dillery, the Killery
3: Just hold on for one more,
0: please. <laughs> and her opponent. That's right. From real key <laughs> magnet to reality king. King of the mova and the casinos. Close personal friend and business partner of mine, Donald J. Trump!
3: That was a good, uh, a good bit because like they're the heels,
2: so they go, the,
3: "We like
2: Trump." I guess then they just fight. oh that was. Funny. Wait, let's go back to the other one. The when other did one
3: day, Brocky died. Twenty fourteen.
2: Wow, it's been that long. It's I don't know. Is it? Am I
3: right? Wait a minute, it's Trump. You just come out here and start demanding that we get rid of aliens. You know what? We are aliens.
0: I don't like that shirt you got on. It looks like you're in Born of Osiris or something. You know? What do you got there? Yeah, you're right. Time you. 2014. Right.
3: In yes. fact, we are aliens, Trump, and I think that you are a fucking racist. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. (laughs) Is it true? It's very unfair, isn't it?
1: (laughs) All right. Let's kill this motherfucker. Not true.
3: Not true. Very unfair. I mean, I love the uh, Hispanics. Come on. I love muzzies.
2: What do you do? I even love the Nick. (laughs) Oh, And then they kill him, Uh, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was uh, was, was all right. I just remember it being more elaborate, like, when I would see them under George
2: W. Bush or, you know. No, I think it's the the exact same prop. I think the only difference is... I'm
3: not talking about the killing
2: part. I'm talking about the lead-up banter to it. Right. I think uh, Odorous is a much better improver.
3: I'm not trying to knock War. I mean, I still do a great show. It's just that he was something special. That's all.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And you know who else is someone special? Our top livecast fans of the week. We want to thank them. And you could be a top live cast fan of the week by donating $10 a month on our Patreon. And I'd like to go through our top live cast fans right now. And I will do it in my version of Darren's voice.
3: Your version of uh, my version of him.
2: <laughs> we have Eric Rabaganuj aka Justin Benjamin, who is not a fan of that kind of sharing. El Dudorino, who shops at Dwayne Rido. We have Dan R. <laughs> Cattle Decaf. Me, personally, I like a little extra pep in my coffee. With my salt, everything big up. <laughs> Mindy Mayer's Kipper. A wonderful, high-quality kipper. Croc Destroyer. Sam, I am. I am. Is <laughs> wow. he
3: does not have any antibodies in his system <laughs> <laughs> Janda
2: Chasseur Chassus Lacroix the Crustacean Sensation aka God Stamper
4: how did you not say? And my favorite LaCroix flavor is pumple mousse.
3: <laughs> because, it's, because it's provolone.
2: <laughs> Ash Bosley of oh. Dallas, a place I haven't visited. I Robo can't. Vampiro, Vampiro, Vampiro! Shane. Hugo likes tacos. Here goes, and finally, hi guys, it's Josh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> Very nice. You're you're, you're uh, I am a destroyer.
3: I love to destroy. Ah, oh, you're running it into the ground now. <laughs>
2: All right. We don't have to go through that. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. We hope you can tune in live. If not, check out the archives. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are everywhere podcasts are. And if you use those services, please take a second. Give us a five-star review. It really makes a difference for us. It really helps us out. We're giving you all this free content with no entities and you can just <laughs> rate us five stars. It'll be very easy and uh, and we'd appreciate it. And until then, we will see you next week, okay? Got to leave, right. got to say goodbye to you. I don't wanna play this we
4: don't. Oh, Okay, cause it's like, are you singing to it or is it playing? Cause we can't That's hear it.
2: And you can't hear us anymore cause we're done. We're done.